to Tani Talks Radio, brought to you by Sheer Enjoyment Radio, powered by Radio.com. This is the Sheer or the lecture, depending on the week, depending on where we're heading, where we talk the topic for the week for the audience members to keep. We talked about Hanukkah last week and the week before. We hope you had a wonderful, and excellent Hanukkah. It's my favorite holiday of the whole year. I hope it was yours as well. And this week we're talking a topic, and hopefully we could bring in some sources too, talking about something that actually applies to me and 10% of the world population in general, that the of the idea of the lefty, the left-handed person, otherwise known as the Southpaw in music industry, the lefty power. So let's talk a little bit about that, and then hopefully we'll bring in some ideas and some sources and hopefully bring it home. Just an FYI, now we try to keep this year and the lecture to around 45 minutes, so if you were confused what happened in the past, we try to keep it condensed to the 40-45 minute amazing time frame in general, whereas in the past we did a different amount in order to accommodate for keeping a topic nice, succinct, and into itself. So when we're talking about lefty, the lefty power, I often think of a quote that I actually had on a t-shirt once growing up. The t-shirt said, if the left side of the brain controls the right side of the body, then only left-handed people are in their right mind. I find that very interesting, that that comment. But if you think about it, technically it's scientifically true. Obviously, it's not so nice to righties. But the comment, if the left side of the brain controls the right side of the body, then only left-handed people are in their right mind. I find it very interesting. The fact is that left-handed people are only about 10% of the general population. In the past, throughout the past hundreds of years, they were shunned and they were not allowed to be expressed and they used to slap away the left hand and try to force people to write with the right hand. I'm not sure why. It didn't look into that aspect. But for those of us who are lefties, true and by and large, it's a wonderful thing. I write lefty. I play music lefty. I happen to kick better with my right foot. Never understood that. Not ambidextrous, but for some reason, kicking didn't come along with it. But when it comes to lefty, you know, I write, so I put on the tefillin on the right hand because I'm a lefty with my left hand, but everything else I do with the left hand, so... By and large, I am 100% lefty. Thank you very much. When it comes to left-handedness, though, Wikipedia points out something interesting. Left-handedness is something that comes about, you know, about by two, three years of age. You know, if you see a baby, uh, an 8, 9, 10, 11, 12-month-old grabbing something with one hand, you get excited, but they're not actually fully hand-dominant until much later on, like two or three years. In human biology, handedness is the better, faster, or more precise performance or individual preference for the use of a hand, known as the dominant hand. We talk about that a lot, especially in OT land and occupational therapy land. Which is their dominant hand? Which do they use usually for basic activities of daily living, for the activities of the day? How do they dress? How do they eat? How do they write? If they're a righty, but their left hand was the affected hand, we call it, if they have an injury or something else going on, or they're a lefty like myself, but their right hand was affected, what's the dominant hand? versus the affected hand, what's the preferred hand versus the non-preferred hand, obviously it makes a big difference. God forbid someone hurts themselves, they can't drive, they can't write, they can't be involved in most things with their dominant hand, we have to teach them how to use the other hand, whereas if it's affected the non-dominant hand, then different, different things might still be able to be accomplished, might still be able to be involved, and might still be able to be possible for them. The incapable, or I'd say less capable or less preferred hand is called the non-dominant hand. And that's the 
the the non-preferred hand is really the best way of saying it, the most PC way of saying it. If someone's writing with their left hand, but they're holding the paper, which you're supposed to do with the other hand, you're using the non-dominant hand to hold the paper down. Right-handedness, right-hand dominance is most common. About 90% of people are right-handed. I'm in the 10%. Handedness is often defined by one's writing hand as it is fairly common for people to prefer to do some tasks with each hand. There are, of course, examples of true ambidexterity, ambidextrous people, equal use of either hand, but it is actually rare. Most people prefer and use one hand for most purposes. Most of the current research suggests that left-handedness has an epigenetic marker, a combination of genetics, biology, and the environment. Interestingly, I believe that both my parents were righties, but one of my grandparents was lefty, so I guess it came from the grandparent. But it is a combination of genetics, biology, and the environment, because the mass of because the vast majority of the population is right-handed, many devices are unfortunately designed for use by right-handed people, making their use by left-handed people much more difficult. I will tell you, growing up and going through high school and college and grad school for OT school, it was very difficult writing on these papers. It's not intended for lefties. So when we're writing on the paper, we like keep knocking into the spiral. If you're using a spiral notebook or you're using a marble notebook, I keep going into the margin. It's like not meant for left-handed. Whereas if you're writing and you're growing across, it's very smooth. You just slide across the page. But for me, I'm writing with the other hand. I literally knock into the border. I knock into the boundary. I knock into the margins time and time and time again. Very annoying. They used to have scissors that was really only for writing. Now they obviously learned how to do it for both hands. I'm, not, I'm a huge fan of the Stanley Guppy scissors. Those are the ones I recommend. S-T-A-N-L-E-Y-G-U-P-P-Y, two words. But when it comes to things like that, it's not, people don't think about it. When you're writing with a pencil, which I used to do a lot in grad school and in college, I would always like smudge the paper as I'm writing. Because as you're writing, your hand goes over the previous words and it goes on the palm of your hand, the side. It's very annoying. And it smudges the whole paper. I don't like writing in, in pen. I didn't like writing in pen, taking notes in, in grad school and in college and the like, because I felt like it was... You can't erase, and it, I didn't like it, but the smudginess comes off us. So unfortunately, there are many devices that really are designed for use by right-handed people, and it's very difficult for us lefties to use it. In fact, when you try to get something that's made for lefty, it's going to cost more because it is more... Uh, special order, I guess. It's more specially made. So I used to play golf growing up, never was good at it. My wife and I went to the driving range once or twice, but you know, when I was playing and I would go on the course, my neighbor would take me, I had to get lefty clubs. Not easy to find those, gotta, gotta buy them, and of course they're gonna charge more because we're a specific set of the people, a specific subset of the people. Left-handed guitars, I believe they charge a lot more for as well. Although I found the best budget guitar, the Yamaha FG820L, thank you very much. The the dream, dream, dream one, the Martin, the D28 Martin Ambertone, which is the dream one day, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. That's, of course, specially ordered because only 10% of us use it. So they only have certain models. They have the D18, the D28, the Ambertone, the Sunburst, but it's going to be charging more because it's for the Southpaw. The person who plays lefty is called the Southpaw. I don't know why. Don't ask, but it's a cool name. I like it, but we are a different amount of people, only 10%. So things that are not made for us, unfortunately, are going to have to be tailor-made for us in certain ways. And my tefillin also, you know, it's usually made for 
person who puts the tefillin on the left hand, but I put it on my right hand because you need to use your strong hand, your dominant hand, to wrap them. So even the tefillin itself has to be made in a certain way, and you have to find certain boxes. So even when I was looking, I wanted to get these silver-plated boxes, or at least plastic silver-coated boxes. Impossible to find in my size. I wear a 42 for my dad. I think it was given to me by Chabad Lubavitch. Couldn't find it because of the size and because of the left-handedness. So you have a double a double wow factor, double whammy. It's not only the size, but it's also the handedness. So I couldn't find it. Just got the regular plastic ones that, thank God, they still make from Keter. But a lot of times there are no products and objects made for the left hand it's not easy to use it thank god a lot of products are are fine like a knife set and, and silverware and cutlery is not a problem and dressing and the like you never think of it as a disadvantage but sometimes you know it is and you think about you know you're coming into the car why is it that everything is towards the towards the 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 righty really you know changing the gears on the cars on the right side all the buttons for the radio and the settings are on the right side but I guess if you're in London, you're in England, or you're in Europe, it's on the right side. So a lefty would have a, a lot of fun with changing the knobs and whatnot over there, driving over there. But when it comes to these different products, it's interesting that it's not always made for us. In many countries, left-handed people are or were required to write with their right hands, especially in history, even in America. I believe left-handed people are also more prone. We should never know from such things as certain health problems, but left-handed people have an advantage in sports that involve aiming at a target. I don't know if that applies to those of us lefties who for some reason kick with their right. When it comes to sports involving aiming at a target, we have an advantage as their opponents are more accustomed to the right-handed majority. So I guess if someone comes to the goal and they're kicking actually lefty and they're coming and the goalie's used to a guy coming with his right foot, I guess he'd be thrown off when someone comes with their left foot. As a result, they are overrepresented, us are overrepresented in baseball, tennis, Fencing, cricket, and boxing. Interesting. Right-handedness is by far the most common type, Wikipedia points out. Right-handed people are more skillful with their right hands. Studies suggest that approximately 90% of people in the whole world, 90%, are right-handed. So if there are 7 billion people in the world, I don't know what the... The statistics would be, but that's like six billion point how many thousands, hundreds of thousands of people are righty, and then the rest of us are lefty, just at 10%. Left-handedness is far less common than right-handedness. Studies suggest that approximately 10% of the world population of people are left-handed. There is such a thing as International Left-Handers Day. Did you know? International Left-Handers Day is held annually every August 13th. Did not remember to celebrate it this year. It was founded by the Left-Handers Club in 1992. Woohoo! With the club itself having been founded in 1990. After two years, they got themselves a day on August 13th. International Left-Handers Day is, according to the club, an annual event when left-handers everywhere can celebrate their sinistrality. Say that ten times fast. Sinistrality, left-handedness, and increase public awareness of the advantages and disadvantages of being left-handed. There are no disadvantages, thank you very much. The advantages of being left-handed, it celebrates their uniqueness and differences who are from 7 to 10% of the world population. Some studies say 7%, can you imagine? Thousands of left-handed people in today's society have to adapt to use right-handed tools and objects. I will tell you, by the way, when going around different 
objects and different items around the house, it's very difficult for me to get in with the left hand. Even something as simple as unscrewing a shade, like when I was putting up these uh, paper shades in the dining room the other day, like trying to get in to unscrew the, 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 the screw, for some reason it was put in an angle that was much easier for a righty than a lefty. And I'm wondering why I had to go in a very awkward stance, like going towards a, a, a totally weird degree and an angle, shifting my body in a very uncomfortable way. Very strange how that is. Even a simple thing you would think unscrewing a screw is not so simple. And, you know, you have to go righty-tighty, lefty-loosey. So if someone's a lefty and they're going one way or the other, especially building furniture, I never build furniture, especially because of this. It's very difficult. You always have to turn it to the right and turn it to the left. And the way that the screws and the angles are situated, I don't know who builds these things and how it makes these things, but it's not easy. There's one piece my wife and I ever tried to build. Thank you very much. Don't do that anymore. The TV stand that we now keep in the attic is some storage next to the guest beds. That was almost impossible to build. I do not build things. I cannot build things except for some very simple, simple things. But something like that, you know, that took a ton, a ton of time, a ton of work. And I was, uh, me versus the machine, me versus the, the piece. You could know who won. The piece ultimately almost won. Then my wife came off and finished it. But building things, even things with the where the screws are situated and the, the pieces are situated, not really always meant for the lefties. Very, very, very uncomfortable to use these different tools and these objects. And writing on the page also can be very awkward. And the smearing, I'm telling you, the smearing. I wish I looked into if there's such a thing as a left-handed book. I wonder if there is. I'm curious. There might be one where where the binding is put in such a way that it doesn't get in the way of writing. I'm curious to look into that one day. But, of course, writing can be awkward and it could be smearing. And over the years, I didn't even know where to do the watch. For some reason, I decided long ago to wear my watch on my writing hand. I guess when I'm writing, I like to look at the time. All the other people wear it on their right hand, but I actually wear it on my left hand, on my left hand, on my writing hand for Shabbos and for a weekday in general. Fastcompany.com points out when we're left-handed, our right brains are usually dominant, and that's where creativity and intuition are centered. I will say that before I met my wife, I don't think the creativity was totally tapped into Baruch Hashem over the years the past 10 years or so it definitely was much more i think it was lying dormant and dull for a long time but bar hashem they say that according to the studies that left-handed is right brain which is creativity and intuition are centered bar hashem hashem allowed the creativity to to explode over the many years thanks to hashem with the different projects and the different podcasts and the five all the side things that we try to be involved in and different ways of redecorating the house and different things in our life so it's often easier for left-handed people to be creative than logical. Logic doesn't come as easy, I guess. Leave the grad school to the wife because the logic doesn't come to us as well. And our brains more easily can use both sides of the brain at once. So we have the advantage, lefties have the advantage of also being more flexible in thinking that people explain at fastcompany.com. But of course, there is always an issue whether you're left-handed or right-handed. One hand, one way to look at the contrast between lefties and righties, according to psychologist Yvonne Thomas, Ph.D., doctor to you, is how they approach problem solving. While those on the right might apply logical solutions to an issue, the doctor explains that lefties have the innate ability to come up with several options, not always for me, but I guess lefties in general, as opposed to just one black and white route. 
Since left-handed professionals are right-brain dominant, this means they are more likely to follow that creative flow of information or processing. While those who choose to work primarily with their right hand can also be creative, of course, they might struggle more with following that gut reaction spark and inspiration when it strikes, according to the doctor. That's likely why many writers, musicians, artists, and other creators tend to be lefties. They're not afraid to approach life and their work differently since they don't question their ideas as much. Whenever I get an idea, I always pounce on it. Always right away. Very perseverant. Very um, on top of the thing. A very go-getter. I don't let ideas slip through. If there's a song that comes to me, I have to record it right, idea, right away. If there's an idea that comes to me, I have to write it down. Like when Five came to me, I had to literally sit down and write it. Otherwise, it would have been lost. I wouldn't let it go. I have to let it be put somewhere, somehow, some way so it's not lost. I need it to be there to follow through on it. Left-handed people can develop characteristics of being more independent and non-conforming than their right-hand counterparts. This psychologist explains as well, while a lefty will still contribute to a brainstorm session providing interesting feedback and ideation, they might prefer to execute all deliverables on their own. So it's interesting to see these kind of a different things. It's not easy to be involved in group work and group sessions a lot of times, but it's good to be involved in different things. It's interesting to think how it goes about. It's also interesting that there is a fascinating exploration into these things on Chabad.org as well. The the right and the left way, you know, there are different mitzvahs that are done that are hand-dominant. Even the Torah talks about, Chabad.org points out, that there are things done with the right hand and it's considered more prestigious than lefties because at the end of Bereshis, in Vayachi, we talk about Yaakov says, you know, he says, bring your hand and he talks about how Minasha and Ephraim will be on, on this end and that end. Yaakov is insisting in Vayichimai Bar Mitzvah Parsha, by the way, coming up soon. Yaakov insisted on placing his right hand on the head of Ephraim while blessing him because of his tribe's future greatness. In fact, we're instructed to use our right hand or right side for many religious rituals. Examples. Some only apply to right hand person. When purifying a Mitzvah, you have to use the right thumb and big toe. The mezuzah is affixed on the right side of the doorway. A sofa, a scribe, must write Torah scrolls and other holy writings with his right hand. Obviously, I don't think it means that a sofa can't be lefty, but there is some aspect to the idea of being involved in such a thing as well. We cover our eyes with our right hand when saying the Shema in order to enhance concentration. I always wonder, can you use your left hand? I don't think so. I think you're supposed to use your right hand. When washing hands upon arising in the day or before eating bread, we start with the right hand. We hold the Kiddush cup, supposedly you're supposed to hold it in the right hand. When blowing the shofar, we hold the horn to the right side of the mouth. Some have a custom to clasp their hands when praying the Amida, the right hand over the left. While holding a Torah scroll, we hold it on our right side over the right shoulder. When the Chazan, the prayer leader, goes to the front area of the shul, of the synagogue to the bima, or vice versa, he takes the path to the right side. When saying a blessing, a brach on a food or a mitzvah, we're supposed to hold the item in the right hand. Not so much love here for the lefties. During, we should have an from such things. Chalitza ceremony is supposed to be on the right foot. When the priest, when the kohanim turn towards the community for the berkas kohanim, for the priestly blessing, when they turn back to face the Aaron after the blessing, they also turn towards their right. I would also add, when you're davening for Kabbalah Shabbos and you're doing L'chadodi and you get to Bowi B'Shalom, what way do you turn? You're supposed to turn to the right. Interestingly, a lot of right aspects here. When serving in the base of Migdash, a kohen is supposed to use his right hand while performing any service. So you see there's a lot of right 
given to the right side, even though we're talking a lot about lefties, I myself being a lefty, the right side is given preference in the other way. If you get to see the aspect of being involved when it comes to it, we need to know what to do. The right side is given precedence in mundane activities. We clothe our right arm, right leg, and right foot before the left arm, the leg, and the foot, respectively. When, when removing things, we do the opposite. Remove the left arm leg from their respective garments and only then go to the right. It's considered respectful that the right side remain longer. We wash the right arm before the left. If on the road and one has a choice which way to go and is unsure what to do, one should turn to the right. We show deference to the right side because the Torah specifies to use the right side on various occasions. The Meiri explains, the right side represents the side of good. doesn't mean lefties are bad. It represents the side of good, and by giving it precedence, we remind ourselves to follow the right path. Kabbaliska, in some aspect, the right side represents the side of chesed, kindness, which is supposed to prevail over the left, which represents gevura, discipline. But of course, there are various exceptions to this rule. For righties, they put tefillin on the left arm, since in regard to lying the tefillin. The Torah gives importance to the left side. The sages said that when tying our shoes or any side of garments that need to be tied, we tie the left first. When cutting the nails, we're supposed to start with the left hand. Men are supposed to hold their tzitzes in their left hands when reciting the Shema in the morning, so that the, the fringes of the tzitzes are close against the heart. Taking three steps back, we begin with the left foot to indicate that it is difficult to depart from Hashem. Then we bow to the left the right side of the Shekhinah, and then to the right. When putting down one's head for Tachnun, we rest it on the left arm. This is in order to honor Hashem, who is on our right side. In the morning, we, when praying with the Tefillin, we rest our head on the arm that is not garbed with the Tefillin. We lean to the left at the Seder table in order to free the right hand with which we eat. It is considered dangerous also for health reasons to lean on the right side in general. When kindling the Hanukkah menorah, we begin with the leftmost candle, and we proceed to the right. And of course, when it comes to tefillin, these different examples of right versus left, fascinating. We don tefillin on the left arm for those who are righty because of the extra letter hey at the end of the word yadacha, your arm in shemos. When discussing the mitzvah of tying tefillin on the arm, talking about on the arm and on the head, the Talmud reads the word as yad kehe, the weaker arm. Other opinions in the Talmud learn the law from the juxtaposition of the command to write the mezuzah near the mitzvah's tefillin, teaching that the hand used for writing is the hand that should be used to tie the tefillin. This means that we use the right hand to tie the tefillin on the left. Several reasons are suggested as to why the left arm is chosen for the tefillin. Because the right arm is generally used for mundane tasks, the left arm is chosen for this mitzvah. The right, which is more dexterous arm, is suitable to bind the tefillin on the left arm. One of the reasons for tefillin is to recall the exodus, to re- recall the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. We bind the tefillin on the arm to recall Hashem's strong arm, Yad Chazaka, that he used to punish the Egyptians. The strong arm is Hashem's left one. Interesting. Tefillin helps us subjugate our hearts to Hashem. So it's appropriate that they be placed on the left side opposite the heart, especially if we're writing. The right side represents physical strength. The left side represents intellectual achievement as signified by the fact that the heart is on the left side. Place the tefillin on the left side for righties to indicate that we are trying to overcome our physical desires through our intellectual understanding of Hashem. Putting the tefillin on the weaker side to teach us that we have no power to accomplish anything on our own. Whatever we achieve is only with the strength given to us for Hashem. So... In general, there's a lot of preference given to right, but of course, 
when it comes to the lefty or an ambidextrous person, what do they what do they do? You're supposed to put it on the weaker arm. The Talmud teaches a left-handed person, of course, puts its fillet on his weaker arm, his right arm, his non-dominant hand. An ambidextrous person puts its fillet on his left arm. If he uses his right arm for writing and he does everything else with his left arm, or vice versa, there's disagreement between the halachic authorities regarding the correct arm for putting on the tefillin. In practice, in the first case, one wears the tefillin on the left arm, whereas in the second case, one puts them on the right arm. When it comes to other mitzvahs, though, Chabad.org points out, when it's a left-handed person with regard to the other mitzvahs, how does it go about? Mitzvahs that are done with the right hand, a left-handed person does with his left hand. In most cases, those mitzvahs that are done with the right hand or the right side for a left-handed person does it with his left hand. Since his left hand is stronger, it represents the same thing that the right-hand person does for the right-handed person. The following things should be done by a left-hand person with his left side. Clothe and wash the left side of the body first. Wash the left hand first when washing for bread and upon arising in the morning. Hold the Kiddush cup in the left hand. Hold the Lulav in the left hand and the Esrog in the right hand. Step back after the Amida with the right foot first if he is left-footed. Hold food or mitzvah items in the left hand while reciting the blessing. So my left hand is like your right hand and your right hand is like my left hand. Gotta use the stronger hand when involved in these mitzvahs and involved in these brachos and involved in these different things. But when it comes to the following things, you still have to do it in the way that a right-handed person does this. The following things should be done by a left-handed person in the same way that a right-handed person does that. And these are them. The mezuzah on the right side of the doorway still because it has to be on that right side because of entering the, the, the shechina and the, the presence and the protection from Hashem. Cover the eyes with his right hand when saying Shema. So he could hold his scissors with his left hand opposite the heart. After the Amida, bow to the left side first, corresponding to the right side of the presence of Hashem. Put your head down from Tachanun on the left arm for the same reason. Lean to the left at the Seder. And for health reasons, as mentioned above, hold the shofar to the right side of the mouth. A left-handed Kohen turns around to bless the congregants the same way that a right-handed Kohen does. Hold a Torah scroll on his right side. Walk to the right as he walks to the bima or the Ark or the Aron if he is a Chazan carrying the Torah because these are the things that still need to be involved in such a way. You have to follow the things in this certain way when it comes to being lefty, only certain things can be done in that way. We have to follow what it says to be involved in those things. So interestingly, there are some sources also, thanks to safari.org, when it comes to talking about and being involved in the aspect of a lefty. The Shulchan Aruch points out in the Ora Chaim 27.6, a lefty who does all his work with his left hand puts his tefillin on his left hand, which is the right hand of all people. And if he uses both hands, he places them on the left of all people, as we pointed out from the Chabad.org article as well. A person who is ambidextrous, the Bartonor points out on the Mishnah Shabbat 12.3, a person who is ambidextrous for among the rest of the people, lefty handwriting is not writing, so they have to do it on the, the left. Mitsuda Stavid points out in the Shoftim, in Shoftim Perak Gimel, Pasik Tedvav, this is talking about the very, very famous example where there was the Shofit, who was the most famous lefty of of, uh, of Tanakh, in my opinion. I don't know of any other lefty offhand. I think it's just the very famous Shofit, that of Ehud. So 
Moab was was uh, was a, was subjugating the Jewish people, and they had this very large king named Eglon, and Ehud wanted to figure out a way to take care of Eglon, if you know what I mean. And you used to check all the people that would come to visit, and obviously Ehud was a was a big warrior, was a big leader. So if he's coming to to visit Eglon, they're going to be worried. They're going to check him. And where are they going to check him? They're going to check him on the right side. They're going to check him on the left side because someone who's a righty is going to unsheathe his sword from the opposite side, going diagonally. But they're not going to think to check him on the right side of the body, of his body. So he was a lefty, so they didn't know that. And when they checked him on the left side, they thought he was all clear. He comes in and he 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 mentions to Eglon that there's a message from God and Eglon stands up for, for God's name and they say actually because he did that he was also to have uh, an ans- uh, a descendant much later on, Rus, coming from Moab who eventually becomes the ancestress of David. So it talks about how he was a lefty and it talks about he was a simali. It is explained that the reason why the king of Moab was not guarded from Ehud's sword was because he was a lefty. Normally the sword this is the Matsuda Stavid on Shoftim. Normally the sword hangs on the left thigh so that it's comfortable to grab with one's right hand. But this is not the case when it's a lefty. Therefore there is nothing noticeable on his left thigh underneath his outer garment and therefore they didn't feel anything because they did not think that he was a lefty. They didn't suspect anything. They trusted him when they sent his mission and bringing a tribute. So he was able to sneak in. He was able to take out the king of Moab because he was a lefty in the situation to be able to take out Eglon as opposed to a right. He would not have been able to do that. And of course, he, he took him out. He took care of him even though he was Zohar to have a descendant. Very fascinating character that of Ehud, the, the, the very famous lefty in Tanakh. The Maganavram points out in 123.10, someone who's a lefty should move his right back, his right foot back first because we're still talking about the Shechina of moving back from Hashem. And in Tribal Lands chapter 14, Ephraim 50 talks about that a Benjamin, someone who's called a Benjamin, like Benjamin himself, it's really talking about here a lefty. It gives us cause to broaden the traditional definition of strength. Yamin indicates conventional might, whether physical or strength of conviction. We talked about before how lefties have a different way of going about things, a different aspect of how they think and how they go about through their daily minds and their daily aspects. Penina Halacha points out in Sukkot 5.3, Since the left hand is down and more important for a person who is a lefty, a lefty should take the three bundled species in his left hand and hold the esrog in his right because, again, the left takes over the right for other people. And when it comes to Penina Halacha talking about woman's prayer 4.3, implies that concerning putting on clothing, even a lefty who takes on pious practices should start with the right side, just as the blood would be sprinkled on the on a lefty's right thumb. But when it comes to eating, we don't trouble a lefty to eat with the right hand. Regarding the recitation of a bracha, it is the opinion that a lefty should hold the object on which he is reciting a bracha in his left hand. So the Penina Halacha also points out in Shabbos 18.2 that a lefty who writes with his left hand violates the Torah law. And if he uses his right hand, he violates rabbinic law. One who is ambidextrous violates Torah law by writing with either hand. So when it comes to these kind of things, the the aspect is to think about the, the left-handedness, to think about the 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 aspect of being involved in lefty that there are advantages there are 
interesting aspects to think about when it comes to, to, to being a lefty that we don't always think about. And even Halakha talks about it and these different aspects talk about it as well. We want to see how it's interesting to think about what advantages there are. And even you could think about education and career news.com points out. We talked about how August 13th is the National Lefty Day. And we talk about the, the fact that there are special aspects to the to the lefty themselves. So when it comes to, to being involved in that, there are advantages as well. And the 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 aspect is that Education and Career News talks about how sometimes a lefty can be a little more in the clouds, a little more of a dreamer, a little more involved in thinking about things than others. The advantages are there as well when it's being left-handed, so it's only ten percent of the it's only ten percent of the population. But there are different advantages of the left-handed person that that comes to mind. And HealthWire, although the other website wasn't working, HealthWire.pk/slash/healthcare points out that there are advantages. Some of history's most powerful figures were lefties as well, and different entrepreneurs. But a left-handed person can be more creative with the visual arts because being a left-handed person has the advantages with divergent thinking. Excuse me. So when it comes to the mental processes and thinks about investigating various solutions and creates innovative ideas based on available data, the research shows that left-handed people are more likely to have a more developed right hemisphere of the brain, which is responsible for creative tasks. The right hemisphere of the brain is linked to creativity because it governs nonverbal, intellectual, holistic, intuitive, and imaginative functions in music, architecture, and art. Sinistral left-handed are more likely to succeed than dextral. So it could be good that I went into music to learn to play the guitar. It's a left-handed personality characteristic. There's some strong evidence of different people that were left-handed. You know, when you think about famous people that, that had it, like Beethoven and Albert Einstein, who are lefties, you can have those creative influences as well for being a lefty. Being left-handed advantages as well as in sports as well. For tennis, for example, if you're left-handed, I always like tennis, by the way, great sport. If you are left-handed when playing tennis, you can have an advantage by serving with your left hand, which will cause difficulty for the right-handed players because they're going to have to, if you're hitting with your left hand, it's going to go to the side of the court where they're going to have to use the backhand. And people's backhand is not always as strong as their front hand. So we're, we're hitting it to their side to get them involved in trying to be at the weaker side of their game. In boxing, there are also benefits. Boxers aren't used to facing opponents who attack from the left. Very violent sport, just an example. Left-handed cricket batsmen appear to do better as well. Left-handed swimmers also were considered to have an edge in that they can acclim- acc- acclimatize excuse me, to underwater vision more quickly. If you participate in these sports, there's no harm in emphasizing these benefits as well for yourself. Again, this comes from healthwire.pk. Left-handed personalities also can think differently. The characteristics may be due to highly lateralized brains. It means that the brain specializes in particular cognitive activities on each side of the brain. Information may travel more often between the hemispheres of the brains and lefties, resulting in unique thoughts and solutions to issues. I even think about, by the way, as a side point, I wonder if smartphones were designed that either hand can use them, because thank God... No trouble with using a smartphone because, you know, both of the thumbs have to type and you could swipe up and left and right and up and down on left versus right. But in the past, when it used to be a phone that was 
you know, the QWERTY phone that had three letters to a phone. You know what phone I'm talking about back in the beginning. Not so easy for me to use. I wonder if that's because it's a lefty problem or just was difficult in general. No matter. But right-handed people may discard a, a, a radical notion. So we're talking about lateralization, that information may travel more often between the hemispheres of the brains and lefties, resulting in unique thoughts and solutions to issues. There might be the ability to think differently in the brain. Right-handed people may dis- discard a radical notion, but left-handed people may be prepared to consider it, come up with a solution that a right-handed person's brain might overlook. They say that you easily pass the driving test. I will say that I did not pass my first driving test, and the second driving test I passed with the the skin of my teeth by the last point possible. Left-handed people perform better on driving tests than right-handed counterparts. I am a prime example. That's not true. According to statistics, 57% of left-handers pass on their first try. Ouch. Whereas just 47% of right-handers do. And according to the research, some of the best drivers in the world are left-handed as well. Definitely not me. They may make more money. Definitely not me. According to the National Bureau of Economic Research in the U.S., left-handed males with a college education and a grad school education earn 15% more than their dextral counterparts. I don't know why. Unfortunately, the opposite is true as well, where they might be earning less as well. But also, it could be that lefties could be faster typists as well. Left-handed people can't type quickly. We've never learned to touch type, therefore we're all one-finger typists. However, on a conventional QWERTY keyboard, left-handed typists can type up to 3,400 words compared to 450 words for individuals who solely use the right hand. This is the ability to type fast. I only use two fingers, actually. I use the... Really, the index fingers and sometimes the thumbs, but sometimes you can type faster depending on the person. Spending time, less time in lines. Ever face the task of choosing which supermarket line to join? It's no surprise that right-handed people prefer to queue on the right side, while left-handed people prefer to queue on the left side. Lefties can find shorter queues and get out faster because they are in the minority. Next time you're at the checkout, try heading left instead of to the right and see if it goes any faster for you as well. They say that lefties could be better at multitasking, but I highly disagree with the idea of multitasking. It's just too difficult to focus on more than one thing at a time. You always are supposed to focus on one thing at a time because if you think that you can do more than one thing at not, whether male, female, whether right hand, left hand, it's not true. We need to be singular tasking people. You can't have seven tabs open on your computer and be on the phone and be listening to music. You're never going to succeed at all three, one thing at a time. But they say that there is the ability maybe on some level for lefty to be able to think faster to be able to deal with the right-handed issues. Later in adulthood, this pays off since communication between both hemispheres of the brain is considerably faster and more efficient. Why lefties might have an easier time multitasking. I don't agree with the idea of multitasking in general. Sometimes we have to. There's a distinct advantage in to be able to analyze many streams of data simultaneously. And there could be a decreased risk for some health concerns, like arthritis and ulcers, which are not from anything, so righties or lefties. It could be less common among left-handed people, but it might not have anything to do with handedness, more likely related to the DNA. And they say that they can bounce back quickly from injuries and that they might have, have better self-control. And there might be the bottom line in general is that although there is a stigma, although there is a shame associated with being left-handed, but it's much better nowadays, the mystery and the wonder remain. Maybe we'll never know what causes the handedness or why it changes things around, why there is advantages or not, but it's very interesting to think about different things involved in being a lefty and having advantages in the fact of what a lefty has. 
sometimes there are advantages of lefties that you might not think about that they might be the, the faster typing and they might be better at passing the driving test. Some people might be better at having the problem-solving skills, life hack points out that many of the presidents have been left-handed, and there is a lot of them amongst Mensa and Nobel Prize winners of the 10% of the world. If you look at the Mensa stats, the figure of 20% of its members being lefty certainly suggests that there could be some that are more intelligent, but we don't know why this is the case. A reason might be that there's a challenge from the beginning to come up with solutions to problems in a right-hand dominant world. If you think about having to solve problems, then it could be why. Sometimes better at sports, sometimes spending less time in the lines as we talked about. Also interesting to think about is related to creative and visual arts. Sinistrals, interesting name for lefties we talked about, more likely to be successful in the music, architecture, and art. We've talked about that, especially with the famous examples. And there could be some evidence to explain because using both sides of the brain when dealing with language could attribute to that because the right side creates more opportunities for creativity, but no really evidence as to why that is. But interesting to think of different things involved in advantages and disadvantages of being lefty. Even in halacha we see it, and even we see examples from Tanakh. And there is the examples from the research that talks about that how lefty could have the genetic component, but it is definitely linked to the better verbal skills and associated with lower risk, thank God, of many different things like Parkinson's and the like. But it's still in a fascinating field. Many scans and genomes have been looked at for dis for association or disassociation between genes and brains and hands. In fact, it's seen that those hemispheres we talked about a couple of times are linked with his language and the language ability and positive correlation has been seen with sensitivity and fed up feelings and warriors, but the idea that it often can run in families and it can be seen whether the aspect that it's from nature versus nurture but it's something that is very small, of course, only the 10% of the population to be involved. And it could be seen that there are different things that could be seen as an advantage or a disadvantage being involved in the lefty. I just wanted to think about the different aspects of it. And you think about these different articles that talk about it, even in Tanakh saw how there's an advantage way back in the times of Ehud and how the fact that it could be helpful in leadership roles, that a large percentage of different classes who are who are leadership in the class were left-handed and they were able to, to lead the class and lead their groups to finishing the project and being good at the project because they were able to be creative and analytical and verbal and have better language skills than different people. They were able to bring their people, their aspects to to the the lore and one ad, one one major thing also to think about as well for those lefty lefties who are listening like myself it lets you stand out also when I was learning guitar back in the day I had the choice to learn righty or to learn lefty and I didn't even flinch for a second a fraction of a second I said absolutely not I'm not learning righty I'm gonna learn lefty on purpose because I wanted to stand out but I also didn't want anyone stealing my guitar I also didn't want anyone taking or touching my guitar. But why give up that wonderful aspect to be a lefty? The only person in the class, you could, you might be the only person in the class. If it's only 10% and you have a 10-person class or you have a 20-person class, but you don't have that second lefty, you could be the only lefty in the class. Someone remarked, 
on readersdigest.ca being the only, besides being the only one in class with the side of their hand completely covered in pencil, I could relate to that majorly, I never felt being a lefty inhibited me from excelling in my work, let alone hold me back in life. In fact, I believe it sets me apart from the rest. I cherish the fact that I am a lefty. Lefty power. My left hand has guided me over the years to find my passion. To be able to live my dream, this person explains, as a professional designer, this person credits your creativity or work as an artist to being a lefty, thriving in the creative world. The wide array of talents across multiple platforms is rooted in a lefty hands-on art making and commitment to unbound creativity. Oftentimes, over the years, I had to figure out how to do things. I could tell you a big problem also in high school is there were like a thousand right-handed desk and no left-handed desk. Can you imagine? It's the wrong side of the chair. I have to like, even in college, I had this problem in, in grad school in, uh, in LA, Brooklyn. The desks were made in the wrong way. You know, the L shouldn't jut out to the left. It should jut out to the right because I need to write. I need to lean on the right thing. So you have to find the right desks. The buttons on jackets are the wrong way. And the... The aspect of the different things, a lot of times it's not easy, so we have to learn how to deal with these kind of things. It's a great conversation charter starter. The challenges make you stronger. We have to think outside the box. And you're in good company with many people who are left-handed, and you're likely to find lefties in life. And there are many people who are similar to you, to you more than you think. So we just wanted to go into it. I appreciate the fact of being a lefty. I hope you do too. If you are a lefty, you know a lefty. Give him a, a shout-out for International Left-Handers Day. It was interesting to think about the different articles, the different aspects, and the facts, and the research that suggests from Wikipedia and all these other websites. Even looking at some sources in Tanakh, thinking about how we have a great example of a leader, a powerful warrior who was lefty himself, Arab bin Geyrum. That's the topic for this week, talking about the lefty power, and there is a wonderful power being a lefty. I cherish it, and I thank Hashem for giving it to me, being very different at 10% from many aspects in the world. Join us next time as we talk a topic for the week for the audience members to keep here on Tani Talks Radio, brought to you by Sheer Enjoyment Radio, powered by Radio Daco, and I'm your host, Tani.